The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest. Whoa, hey, 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 what is this? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? I thought I was seeing something, another little, you know, alert, letting y'all know that these opinions shared on the show are minds and minds only. And of course, yours if you're joining me on a discussion. And then they just cut into it. I was looking. Trying to get some more information, but what is it? Was using error. It was using error. It was uh, using error. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And it's not an error. Y'all know that I am late. Y'all know I come through on seven, but baby, I'm here. The time is late, but I'm never late. Okay. Y'all better live for it. This is the You Better Live show. I am the goddess Chaz, Chaz Rural, the Empress Lady Cake Mix, and it is my pleasure to be here with you today. So I'm going to talk about it. And of course, you know, the phone lines are always open. If you want to talk about it with me, feel free to dial in at 443-642-9403. First and foremost, I'm feeling good. You know, y'all know Tuesday talk lately with Marnie was on, which I was so grateful to be a guest. I got time to sit and listen, right? Didn't have to do too much talking because y'all know it'd be given like, I have to be real talkative on here, especially when I do not have a guest for my living it segment. But it's all good because you are my guest. And if you are here with me tonight, God loves you. God bless you. Y'all know how I get started. I got to bring that grace up in the space. It's already here because that's what I do. You know, I come with the light. I come with the light, even in the midst of all of the darkness. And we are going to talk about it because the night's topic is accepting the unacceptable. Look, I don't have no definitions, but to be plain and simple, you already know what that's given, right? Being okay with the bullshit that's not okay. So there's a couple of things that I'm going to bring up in regards to that, that I have noticed that we be accepting. Well, what I'm going to say, we. <laughs> well, I'm going to say me. I'm going to give y'all some things that I've realized that I have accepted. But then also, you know, things that are going on locally in my city and of course around the world that are not okay, but we've been just like putting it off as if it is. So I'm going to talk about it, but let me get that prayer out, giving all honor and glory to God. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for another opportunity, oh, Father God, to receive love and to give love, oh, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord, for being our refuge, Lord, picking us up in every area in which we fall short. Oh, Father God, I'm praying for anyone who is listening, anyone who is viewing, oh, Father God, that may be going through something, oh, Father God, even if they are not, oh, Father God. I pray, oh, Father God, that you keep your hands on them, oh, Father God. Let them know 
that it is okay, oh Father God. And when those things that are not okay, they do not have to be accepted, my little Father God. But I pray that they accept your love, your grace, your mercy, oh Father God, and continue, continue to reign on and just continue to give you praise in advance, no matter what their circumstances, oh Father God. You said as long as we have faith, as small as a mustard seed, oh, Father God, and believe we shall receive if we ask. So, Father, anything that they may feel that they need at this moment, oh, Father God, let them be open to ask you, oh, Father God, and let them be open to receive. For those, oh, Father God, who cannot cry out to you, oh, Father God, you know our hearts, you know our spirits, oh, Father God, I thank you for the spirit, oh, Father God, that can cry out on our behalf, oh, Father God, when we just do not know what to say. Oh, Father God, you know all of our situations. You know what's going on, oh, Father God. And I'm just so grateful, oh, Father God, that you are the overseer. You are the one and only, the mighty, oh, Father God. And I just thank you for being who you are, oh, Father God. For while, oh, Father God, other things may be unsure, Father God, but what I can be sure of is that you are who you say you are and that you love us. I thank you and I'll forever praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, because that is what it gives. Let me tell you this. No matter what you are going through, please remember that God loves you. And most important, what? Great is he who was in us, right? Who was in me, who was in you. And you got to love yourself. And for the most part, y'all got to stop accepting this shit that's unacceptable. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. So what's up, what's up, what's what, what's what? There we go, there we go. Y'all already know that I'm on my wave and I'm gonna give it to y'all. I hope that I'm one of y'all faves now. I hope I'm one of y'all faves because y'all surely are minds. I thank you for everybody who just has supported me in any way with this You Better Live thing, you know, because that is definitely my message and what I'm here to bring through. So let's get to it. First off, I usually leave this to like the end of the show to give like my little shout outs, but I'm gonna start off with that, okay? We know it's Libra season and it's a lot of mighty Libras out here now. I always say mighty for every sign I know, but I love Libras. Libras. I have so many people that fall under that zodiac sign that are so very dear to me. So I have to give them a shout out right here, right? My cousin Marquis, Marquis Brevlon, Clinton. Y'all know he just had a birthday on September the 27th. And yeah, yeah, he is definitely that. And my brother, yes, my brother, Jeffrey Hendricks, who celebrated his birthday on October the 2nd. I, I just love Libras. You know, I love them so much. I had three babies by one that was a Debbie. I don't know. I got the wrong condom. <laughs> I got the wrong cotton lever, but they are definitely dedicated and loyal people. Also, my late grandfather, Grand Baby, falls under that Zodiac sign. And when I tell you, he just was like the best. He was just like the ultimate best. Yes, he was, Mr. Roger Willoughby. But I called him Grand Beanie, and he definitely embraced it. Um, he was my grandfather, but his nickname was Beanie, right? So I called him Grand Beanie, and it kind of like just, just stuck. And he embraced it, and I missed that man, I tell you. So if you are a Libra, 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 right? L-I-B-R-A. I used to say no shade, they a lie. Bruh, 
right? <laughs> they line bras, but that's only because, you know, of what I was dealing with. But I'm not going to be biased. Y'all some all right people. And we also know that Zodiac signs don't give you everything, but it definitely gives you something. So if you fall under that sign, okay, kudos to you. Shout out to you. Look, if you know a Libra, if you are a Libra and you want a birthday shout out, call me up. We can do it right here on the air. Let me know about you because, you know, I don't know. I, I, I know y'all all right, but I'm just saying. All right, y'all. So, oh, it's always something, right? <laughs> it is always something going on with the goddess chase. But you know what? I'll be letting it, making it known because I hope that in some way it can inspire you. So what's going on with me at this very moment is like not too much, but it's everything, if you know what I mean, right? <laughs> but everything is everything. I'm going to get into that later, later, because I want to get into some of this stuff that I've been seeing that has been going on. And I'm going to start with my city. Now, we talked about this before in Baltimore. You know, I talked about us getting our new police commissioner, Richard Worley. We talked before about the young CEO who lost her life uh, to this guy who was running rampant, who had assaulted somebody a week prior to that. I don't have all the information up on the names, but listen, follow me, follow me, right? So what's going on now is that Richard Worley is getting the backlash because, of course, they did not put out the alerts on this individual who had did that. Of course, it was a big alert that got put out after he had killed someone else. So he assaulted a couple over in West Baltimore, tied them up, set their house on fire and everything else. They said that they wasn't putting the information out there because they didn't want to give him a heads up, I guess, because he probably thought that he had killed these people and they didn't want him to flee, right? And then it also was said that because the victims knew him, but the way that Richard Worley spoke about it uh, when he was telling or basically giving his reasoning for put, not putting out this alert flyer, it rubbed people the wrong way. I guess... To some, he made it appear as if it was like the victim's fault. Like, oh, it wasn't a random act of violence. So we didn't put it out there as if these people left him in their house knowing that he would attack them, right? So now he's out. He's apologizing, of course, saying that he would never at all blame the victim for any crime being done to them. But y'all dropped the ball. I said this the first time when I talked about it and brung it up. Like, I I get it. Because in all hindsight, to be real, they don't tell us everything. There be so many crimes that's happening here in Baltimore City. And quite hold frankly, on, hold on, we don't. Hold on. <laughs> there, there is no possibility of the community knowing of an act of crime. Right. That is not a possibility, and it shouldn't be expected for you to be kept up to date on a present crime or, or, or an active crime. There should be no assumption of being kept informed. Well, when it, well, it's no assumption. I guess what it is is that if it's something that is that detrimental, like so somebody who? that they know that is excessively violent and possibly or whatever. Like, yeah, that, I guess that's the point that I'm making. Like, they report things, but in all actuality, they do not tell us everything. 
They don't. They're not going they to. Don't tell us everything. But I think that in this instance, because of who this guy was and the magnitude of the crime, like he tied these people up. He tied these people up in their homes. But that's an active investigation. Assaulted them. Yeah, active investigation. But it should have so been. Why would you there. tell the public of an act? An, an active investigation, just like he said, if we told you this is a possibility of the vic of the assailant hearing what we're telling you, and that's letting the camera. I don't agree with that because just like another thing that I'm going to bring up, like this recent student at Morgan, you know, they're in the midst of their investigation. They're trying to find the people. For those who don't know, um, at Morgan State Homecoming, I'm gonna just jump over there for a minute, real quick, um, to continue. You know, just in an argument and why mm -hmm. I'm saying that I think in that regard, something should have been announced. Because even with this crime now of the shooting that happened at Morgan State Homecoming during their homecoming festivities, this is actually like, I think the third year, at first I was thinking it was the second, but like the third year that something like this has happened. So now that it has happened, the Morgan um, State has made the decision to call off all homecoming activities and to the suspect who was involved or the suspects involved in this last incident are like kind of apprehended or whatever. So they're in the midst of the investigation, right? But they have already released video of some guys who they are trying to identify, not necessarily calling them suspects, but saying that they are people of interest, right? They want to talk to them. Right. So I'm going to go back. See but, this? So now I'm gonna go back to. So now I'm gonna go back to this. You help because they don't know who did it. But in the situation of the other person, they knew who did it. But if they put the information out of where they're looking for them, that's a possibility of that person escaping. Okay. So okay. So 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 if, if that's the case, Moni. So then when he did this to this young lady, I gotta look up her name. What was it? Um, Peva Peva. Um, Pava, I'm gonna get it, y'all. But okay, so if okay, if that if that's your point right there that you're making, so when he killed this young lady and they knew who it was, they immediately put it out there. He still ran. He still was running. Right, because did they know? But did they know she was up next? That's the question. They, no, they didn't know that he that's didn't the know that he was up next. I know she was next. They didn't because know she was up next. But the, but the problem is, is that when she was next and the, the assault actually led to murder, they still put it out there, making it known that it was him, which did not eliminate the possibility of him running, of him fleeing, which he did, or even the possibility that in the midst of him fleeing or, you know, trying to evade capture, he would assault someone else. So that's just my only point. Yeah, the, thing the assumption, that maybe is, the assumption is, is if he already had tied somebody up and did all of that, that he's already am amongst the act of dangerous, a dangerous suspect. So right. what else would you want them? I mean, I'm not asking you, but what else would there have been to put out there other than what they already told you, that he is a suspect and he's dangerous, armed and dangerous? They did not do that, though. Because he's, he's that's what I'm saying. You already have to assume that he is. He already tied up people. Right. They already what I'm saying is that if they would have put the information out there, we the thing is we did not know about that assault though. When they when they put the information out there, they put it as out as if it just was an arson that had happened in this and that they were looking for a suspect. 
my point is if maybe because these individuals they did know who he was and they did know who he was, who what it was it was it was outrageous that's just like if someone were to assault their grandmother or do something like that and the grandmother say oh this is my grandson he armed dangerous look for him the same way how they put it out on um America's most wanted or whatever type of fugitive watch that they are looking for maybe if they had put up this man picture to say that we are looking for him he is dangerous this is what he's doing or anything to get into people's homes because that's what those victims are saying I'm like, not following the story right because you started off with they were tied these people were tied up mm -hmm. What happened after that? I guess that's my question because now I'm confused. If you're saying that we already knew the information about the people being tied up, that's no, we did not know. We did not know that information. That's not clarify that because that's how you started it off with they, the people being tied up, and then he went after the other lady. That's what I'm hearing from you. I don't know anything about this. That's right. And, and what that's I heard exactly from you is that they were tied up, and we found that out. So that already give. That's what I'm saying. If that information came out, that already no, it didn't. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It never came out until she was killed. Okay. That's that's okay. exactly now, now what I'm, I'm saying. Because then I don't. If he only tied people up, there is no assumption that he's armed and dangerous. Because if he tied, oh, no. Them, he, oh, no, he tied them, he tied them up, and he, I think, um, when it came out, like he stabbed them or tr um, tried to like cut him or something. No, they were assaulted. They were tied up. He did try to kill them because he set their house on fire. He left them for dead. He, he tied them up. I'm not sure. Don't Like I said, don't quote me, but some information I was looking at was saying that he actually did like cut them or something on the neck and he left them for dead. They were tied up. He put their house on fire and he was leaving them to burn. Mm -hmm. He was leaving them to burn to death. So no information falls about the assault what he had did was put out when they first reported it they did report on it but they just reported right. that it was a it was an arson did they know who they were after at that point yes because those victims knew him okay because they got saved they were saved from the fire yes they were saved that's the, the, lady, that's, that was the, the lady was screaming from her basement window help me help me when people did come to help them when the police came to help them then her, then a male came out the house and he was still tied up. So the neighbors okay. like, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But it never was reported. All of that was reported. So I guess they were saying that they were reporting the arson, but they didn't put all of it out there because they did not want him to know. I guess that these victims passed the body. But now, do you see why? Because mm -hmm. the out there that he was the one that did it, that gives him that gives him room to run. Mm hmm. I don't think that's for public assumption either. I don't believe they should have known that. Because why would you know that? He's not after you. He's He has a list of people he's after, apparently. And we no, put, he oh, did not. That, that was the thing. He did not have a list of people. They just was assuming, I guess, that it was not random because he knew because he knew them. But he... But he people he knew not to random people. This wasn't our spree. Right. right. Not to random people and they did knew them, but it was something that was random to them. Like it wasn't something that led up to him assaulting him and doing this. Right. But that's what I'm saying. In the questioning of the people that were saved out of that house, that the assumption that they knew him was already present. So it wasn't for the public's consumption in the middle of an investigation. So That's why I say that the house was on fire? Why not say a couple 
was 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 tied up and assaulted and the house was on fire and we're and hold on and hold on and and, and hold on and we're looking for this from this individual because at the end of the day that would alert the individual. You're now jeopardizing okay. your case. Now you're putting other people at risk that could be on the list of his but list. That's how, but that's how they do it all that's around not the how board. They do it. That's, that's not how they do it. On America's Most Wanted. Well, when I look America's at America's Most it, Wanted is always after the fact. It's always after the investigation. And that was after the fact. And a lot of times it's not after the investigation. Well, the investigation wasn't complete. They they're trying right to now. tell him with what the crime. The present is an arson with people being torn up, with people being tied up. Now, those people have to be questioned. Those people have to be questioned. You can't just go to the news and say we have a suspect that we're looking for and not have any part of the investigation done with far I as know, questioning. but the incident still happened. Regardless, Marty, yeah. we still were yeah. tied up. If, if I still was tied up... If you if don't I still have a suspect in question, why would you release the, the particulars of your case? until you have certainty on what you're doing. What you're saying is release it to the public without an investigation. No, they were already in an investigation. If someone, the investigation if someone, days, they if need the, evidence. Can you let me yeah. talk? <laughs> can you let me talk? Please. I am, I'm trying. But you keep, you know, but hold on, I'm gonna let you finish. I, I have been blank for, for 30 seconds at this point. You go ahead, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You have not, you have not. I know you back on, right? And your juices are flowing. That's right, Marty. Go ahead and talk it. Go ahead and talk it. But what I'm saying is that no, I do not, Marty, I don't agree. And, it, and it's okay that we don't agree because just like I said, these people were assaulted, they know who did it. So regardless if they're doing an investigation or not. If somebody's treat me, that, that's how I've been seeing it on all cases. And you come and you say, who shot you? And I say, oh, it was my cousin. They shot me in my leg and they, you know, it wasn't no reason this shit was rapid. What, you start an investigation, even though you're asking me questions, what's the harm of putting that out there? Like, Chastity Dorsey got shot in the leg by her cousin. You're alerting the assailant. If you put it in the news, that's the first thing that's going to fail and do is go to the media to see if they're being talked about. Now, if you're talking about them, they're going to run. Right. Okay. And he's still running after he killed this lady. But they were looking for him is my point. They didn't put it in the media so he didn't get alerted that everybody's looking for him, which would put other people in danger. That is the whole point of this. You don't want to put the, the mass public in danger by alerting them that they're looking for him. Because now, if anybody is like, there he goes, pow, there's another victim. But that's the same thing they did after he killed the lady. But he knew the lady is my point. He did that's not know her. You said he knew her, right? No, he did not. But that's what you just told me, that he knew them. I was talking about the lady that he killed. I asked the question, did he know them? And you said yes. That's what I'm trying to understand. See, listen, 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 listen. The story is all over the place because I don't understand where you're coming from. Maybe if you, maybe if you listen. I listened. That's why no, I came listen. in. I, I don't think you're listening, but he knew the individual. Who, information is my point. Okay, so let me break it down for you again. He knew the individuals who he assaulted and tied up and set their house on fire and left him in the dead. He knew them. 
That was a week prior to him killing. Um, I'm trying to look it up now. It was a week prior to him killing the lady Paver. That was the 26-year-old CEO of the technology company. Mm -hmm. That was a week prior. So, yes, he knew the couple. Or allegedly, he knew the couple because that's how it was being reported because that was the commissioner's argument on why it was not released because he knew them and it wasn't a random it wasn't a random crime. Mm -hmm. So they didn't feel like they needed to put out the alert because they didn't want to alert him that they were looking for him. But what I'm saying is that so then when a week later, when he killed the 26 year old lady and they immediately went on those because they already said that they were looking for him in regards to what he did the week prior. So in the midst of the investigation, when he killed Paver, I'm going to look her last name up, y'all. I'm going to give it to y'all. But y'all know what I'm talking about if you're in Baltimore. And that's why they made national news. So um, when he killed that lady and they did the investigation, what they're saying is that from surveillance cameras downtown, she was walking along, going into her apartment building. He was following closely but he did not know her personally. So he was following her closely. And when she went to enter the apartment building, he kind of, you know, rushed up to the door behind her and was look, you know, appearing as if he left his key. So what she did was open the apartment door for him, thinking that he was a resident who had left his key. And the surveillance cam- the surveillance cameras in the inside of the apartment building captured, captured her going to the elevator and him following, just like if he's going to his apartment or something, mm-hmm. and they are assuming that that's where the attack probably took place in the elevator because she was found on the roof of the building. So once they viewed these surveillance cameras and they seen that he was the individual or that he was identified in those surveillance cameras, like, oh, this is the guy who we were already looking for who had assaulted this couple whom he knew. And I don't know couple as if like they were dating, if they were spouses or whatever. This was a man and a woman, a couple mm-hmm. as two guys. Mm-hmm. So, oh, this is what we were looking for. So they did the same thing. So then they put the alert out. Because now that was considered random. Because now he just assaulting people. Also, now he's also considered armed and dangerous. Right. But he was already armed and dangerous. He was already armed and dangerous, and he definitely was vicious. If he if he can assault two people, get them tied up, put their house on fire, or whatever else like that, that was serious. And then this lady, she wasn't killed. I don't know what she was killed with, but you know, she was she was she was basically yeah, it was trauma. So he essentially beat her to death, or whatever he did. You know, I don't. I was going to say though, on the two. The original two, it wasn't considered a random act, though. Right. That right. And that was Wardy's argument. That was Wardy's argument that he didn't put it out there. So Mm -hmm. anyway, when he was he what the original statement was and why he's getting backlash is because when he made his statement about, you know, like he knew this couple, the way that he worded it a little bit, when I look back and I don't know word for word, is this like it was that they possibly could have had something to do with why he assaulted them. Mm. And that's what, because he knew them and that's how people kind of took it. You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute, a victim is a victim, regardless if I knew them or not. Like what, what could they, what could I do or how, 
whatever what I would do would justify him tying me up. Not the case, though. I mean, I mean, you can setting my house on fire. You can try to classify it that way, but a victim isn't a victim if you were involved in the crime. No, it wasn't any crime. They weren't involved. No, in that's what I'm saying, but you don't know that. But you don't know what the investigation will find out. But that's what I'm saying. When they was in, something happened for him to do that to them, tie them up, and probably burn burn them alive. Right? But that's what they, but that's the, that, but that's what they saying. It wasn't nothing to happen. Even though he knew him, it was just random. Like he just showed up. Like I guess they knew him and he was cool, but he just did it. Like that was mine. Investigation will 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 suss that out. Because we don't know that. They they could be just saying that. Like I said, a victim is only a victim if the victim ain't do nothing. You see what I'm saying? And we don't know if the victims ain't do nothing. The right. I, I don't agree with that. Because regardless if you did something or anything, regardless whatever you did, that's just like if two people was arguing and me and you arguing and I bang you in your face and you shoot me. You banged me because you banged me because that was your response. You shot me because I banged you, but I'm still a victim. But no, all, but that's not the same thing. All three of us robbing a bank, and I get rid of the two people that was involved in the bank robbery. That don't stop you all three from robbing that bank. Oh no, I don't the bank. There's no I information. There's no information being put out like that. It's being put out like no he showed up. Come out in the investigation. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's, and it's nothing that has been put out. All three of them could have been involved in a crime. I decided I want to keep all the money and get rid of my two accomplices. Because mm. we don't know if they were accomplices in something. Mm. True that. Even if the victims are saying, well, he tried to kill me, he tried to kill me, but what did we do together for him to try to kill us? But why would that be assumed? Because he knew that? It was assumed. I said that would come out in the investigation. Right, but from the start of the investigation... The question, too, why did he do it? Did he just snap? Did he go crazy? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. They don't want to that because they don't want to self-incriminate. Of course they wouldn't, but... <laughs> in, in, in my opinion, regardless of what, even I'm if not that, the, I'm not trying to make them the victim. I mean, a victim or a um, you know an assailant. But what I'm right. saying is, the investigation brings that out, not the victims telling you what you want to hear. Right, and I get that's that. what they're doing right now. If they were involved in criminal acts, right, and I get that. But what yeah. I'm but, but I guess what I'm saying is that even if for the state of it, like even if it's an investigation, is not like it did not happen. So maybe if they would have put his face up and said, even in the investigation, not to even say he armed and dangerous or he gonna do whatever to somebody else, but we looking for him. He he tied these people up, set their house on fire. That's but, it. That's all. because no she wasn't. Power. She wasn't like fool. Maybe she so would because the reason I can tell you why he didn't do it because what if the reason is he didn't do it, somebody else did that to them, and they're blaming him mm. because there's no video evidence that he did it. It's on you're taking the victim's word, and again, you don't know these people that take their word. I don't. I just don't agree to that. You know, the only thing that that's did like, that's does like, mess him up is because we the young lady who got video evidence, right? And the young lady who got killed. Her name is Pavel Lapier, right? Her name is Pavel Lapier. So 
What if he would have done that? Of him doing something wrong at this point is that he killed them. He killed that lady. That's the only thing they have. Because they have nothing that links him to burning that house down besides those people's words. Yeah, that's how investigations start. Right. If I know, it's not if, enough to convict. That's what I'm saying. It's not really enough to if convict. I know, it, it's not about the conviction. It's about putting the information out there. The same way how they got the surveillance of these four individuals walking around, Morgan or whatever, that possibly can have some information about this witch name. It's not in a conviction. My whole point is just if maybe they put the information, guess what? That's why if they did rob a bank or whatever else like that, the, the the whole my whole point is they still were victims. He still tied these people up, put their house on fire, and left them for dead. And when they came to start the investigation, I was like, oh, it was this person who did this. So maybe if they put up a picture and said, well, we're looking for him, they could have did the same type of wording. Not as the suspect, but then questioning to connection to this incident would happen. This is his. This is his face. Or we're trying to identify him, or whatever else is the case, right? Maybe Miss Pavel appear possibly could have been on alert. I'm sure she was smart, CEO, start off of the Ecomat Technologies, seeing it on the news. Maybe she would have had some type of alert. And I thought, because I was thinking about it on the other hand, right? I said, okay, somebody we know about the racial tensions, right? We know about that current stuff. So I said, but the, maybe it didn't happen like that. And he was a resident, right? And she mm -hmm. did not let him in. Then they, or, you know, somebody tried to blast as a Kern because, you know, he was black trying to get into this apartment building. But that's just something else I was just thinking. That's I, I mean, that's a good point, though. Because at the same time, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I knew nothing about this until right now. So mm. it might be a chance that she never would have saw that, too. Right. True. Alert up. It didn't really True. matter if she doesn't pay attention to the news like that. Because if she was just a CEO, she might be only looking at the financial news. But while he's getting a backlash now, it's actually not. Because before when we I talked about it, I was saying, you know, I thought that he they he should have put the alert out there. They should have put the alert out there. But while he's getting a backlash now, it's from the mere point of the comment that he made, I guess, trying to make it like, oh, it wasn't important because he knew these people. So that just rubbed people the wrong way. They were like, he seems as if like he's blaming the victim. I hate it when we say them people or they, who, who, who. They, a society, I guess. Everybody, everybody, everybody <laughs> I, what I, I sense is, it's just people are looking for a reason. And that's just to be mad with him. To be mad, to try to get them, get them fired or get rid of them. And, and that's just sad. We, it said already that we've seen that doesn't work in the past, which is why Sheila's running again. It doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work. And, and, then then why be there, Sheila. and why we're here right now in the situation that Baltimore City is in right now is because of what y'all did to Sheila. I mean, seriously, mm. stop it, give him a chance. Mm. He could be right. okay. Well, we talked about that the other day too. So they saying giving a chance, and if he thought that he didn't, you know, and then some people are saying it was okay because you know now he's come out and kind of made like an apology type of statement, saying that he would never, you know, try to blame a victim for being a victim, and maybe the way he said it or the statement that he made was like 
taken out of context. And that may, and that statement right there may have been too soon because again, the investigation isn't complete. But regardless, even if they did rob a bank with him and they did that, whatever name was victims, it still does not take away the fact that they're victims. <laughs> because they're not victims. They're still assailants. They're still criminals. They still committed a crime, if that was the case. I'm not saying they are. That's not the case. And I'm not saying they're not victims. I mean, I don't know that's, that's not the case. Don't know the but even story. if that was the case, they still are victims. No, because what if they had turned on him? And the reason why he tied them up is because they turned on him and he got the better hand. He had the better hand and escaped because they were getting ready to kill him. We don't know. It's my point. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I'm trying to look for his. I'm trying to look for his name, but all I'm going to say is in regards to that, is that you definitely, it definitely against the, two against one. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this: his name, who did all of this, was he was 32 year old Jason Dean Billingsley, and mm. I'm gonna tell you, brother definitely was off because brother already had like these type of. Um, violent crimes on his record. Um, before being released, he was detained, locked who, up for and, seven and, years. And, and point of view, do we know what the other two had? Because they might have the same rap sheet. We don't know. Again, no, we no, we don't know. See, we don't know. We don't know. But what do that matter? You gave him a guilty verdict. That's why it matters. You gave but him what a do that matter? What do that matter? What if there was a altercation happening and he got the better hand? What if the two turned on him? He won. And then got yeah, away. Now you, now you just now no, you I'm just. other scenarios. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 other definitely, scenarios. that's definitely gonna be a scenario. Right now, that's definitely gonna be a scenario. But I'm gonna make this point. I'm gonna just make this point, and then I'm gonna then I'm gonna move along. But Mr. Billingsley did have a history of this. I don't know those individuals that he knew. I don't know if they've ever been involved in any criminal activity with him. That definitely can be a scenario. That definitely could be the case. But in my opinion, Mr. Billingsley had a history of these violence, of this violence, right? He was already detained on a 30-year sentence, but only served seven and then was released on parole. So him being 32, what was that? When he was 25, he was arrested. So seven years later, he was released at 32 and he came right back out on his violent shenanigans. So I don't know. I don't know what was the history, how they knew him, or how have you, or whatever else was the case. But if that could be the argument and that could be a scenario that possibly could happen, then why even report of a arson? Why even put that out there if y'all still doing your investigation? And y'all are not too sure because again, y'all are only listening to these victims that he set the house on fire. So y'all put out about the arson, but y'all didn't put out about everything that happened. So why put out about the arson that it was a possible arson and y'all knew who possibly did this? So even for the sake of even, even for the sake of saying we're looking for him, even with the sake of not saying the whole story, but even if it was the sake of saying we're looking for him, 
in connection to a possible Austin. I mean, not a possible Austin, but we're looking for him and his and a, and a possible connection to this Austin. Too is also what led up to them being tied up. That's what we don't know. But why did something like that? What right and just like it was running them, he didn't know this lady. What led up to him following her into this apartment and her? What if? What if? Now this is a, a, also another scenario. What if the two people that were tied up admitted to fighting him? Trying to fight him to get him out that damn house. Uh, we don't know that he could have been there all along, and something happened that led to the fight. Or, or whatever the case may be. My point well, is, we are all making scenarios and convicting this man before we even know what happened. Do that matter? He still did it. I don't know. I'm losing my face. I'm just, look, Monty and threw me in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. There you go. You back. I don't know what's happening here. Me either. I don't know what's happening. But if you can still hit me, I don't know. What do you think? Hit me up on the chat. Call the number 443-642-9403. Because there's a whole ton of possibilities. We can throw a whole bunch of scenarios out here. Just like I was saying, I don't think any of that matters. I don't think any of that matters. Regardless of what. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Any of that matters. Because the same way if they were still doing an investigation, they still put it out there that this often happened. So I don't know. They ain't had to say that he tied them up, but, 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 but why even put about the arson out there if y'all wasn't going to say, but y'all already knew that it was him. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I guess that's probably that's why that's not my profession or my expertise. I don't know. Again, just like the ticker always say, or do you know the thing before the show coming on? This is our opinion, my opinion, don't got nothing to do with um, be exposed or any of its entities. Is that what it says? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's here, don't it, Marty? I'm trying to go there. It be breaking it down, something like that. There I go, there I go. My background cool. I can be in the background because that's my thing. I like being in the background. Y'all know I'm a supporter. I'm a, um, a supporter of all people <laughs> and oh, all yeah. things, but not not the bad people. Let me let me not say that because I'm definitely not in support of him. But something was definitely something was definitely off. I don't know what happened. I don't know what connection he had with him or why he did that. The same way I don't know why he randomly picked Miss Pava Lapierre to assault and kill her so brutally. I don't know. I don't. No, but I just feel like regardless of what, they still were victims. And if they were doing an investigation and they didn't believe him whenever they believed at least that he set the house on fire. And I get it. They're saying they didn't put it out. I get that part. They say they didn't put him out because they didn't want him to run. But then when this random act came upon Miss Pava LaPierre, they put it out there. and. He still was running. It didn't. It didn't stop him. He still was running, and the same could have been an outcome if somebody seen them. But after he killed her, we definitely was on alert. Like, oh, this is his face. This is who he is. And people was picking on him, dagger on um, 
uh, what do they call them? The mug shots too, because I guess it was the one back when he was he younger, <laughs> and then he was older. People was like, that cannot be the same person, and I was like, I was he looking also, at it. I was like, it is. He also became a murderer with evidence at that point. Yeah, but they ain't see him murder him. They just seen him follow her in the building and go on the elevator. If that's what you're saying. Right, but he was a suspected murderer. surveillance. And this couple seen it with their own eyes. That this the man who tied me up and put my house on fire. But that's, that's but, still not, not enough proof. But... They, did it. they could have said... So, um, so then it made it enough proof that they got him on surveillance, follow her into yeah, this building? The video gives them evidence. Your word means nothing. Mm. So, and, and this is what I'm saying. So even from that, right, and they did not have, they did not have, because this was another thing that was a statement that had came out when 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 Richard Worley warned about it after he did um, kill Miss Pavel LaPierre, right? Mm -hmm. The statement that he made is that this individual will kill and he will rape. He will do anything he can to cause harm. How did they know that? Because they didn't get it from Miss LaPierre. That it only can be in the evidence in the investigation. It only can be in the investigation, which we are not privy to. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Where did they get that from? In their investigation, I think in an investigation, I think in an investigation at this other thing, right? I think he did something sexually assaulted this lady that was part of this couple, this too, that he tied up and stuff like that. Like, because as soon as it came out and he killed her, that's the statement that he made. This individual will kill and he will rape because of his history, right? So, if because of his history, also. If he will do anything he can to cause harm. If that's in his history, then that's where that came from. Right. So why wasn't it put out there before? Because again, this was, again, like we started from the beginning, this is coming from people that could have said anyone did this to me at any point. That's why so I said it was, So it would have changed it? So it would have changed it if he didn't know them? No, it wouldn't have changed anything. But what I'm saying is there is no evidence connecting him to those crimes, which would have been the fire and the people being tied up. Besides the word. That's what they saying. They didn't put it out there, but they saying that they didn't put it out there because they did know it was him and they didn't want him to run. No, they knew he was a suspect. Right. They, you can't convict before you know. So they're not going to do that. It it's about letting the public know it's about letting the public know that before this happened to her the same way he came out and said this individual will kill and he will rape and he will do anything he can to cause harm that should have been said when that happens to this, these people why would that have happened if he didn't do that to them they didn't die they survived the house burned down. They didn't die, but so you're saying, but you just now said that they probably they put that statement. But you just now said that they probably put the statement out there because of his history, right? Right, and so, in so, so, so who would be so who out. would be better? So who but, would be better to tell them this in their investigation than the people 
who it happened to, and they were able to tell you what happened, and then also looking at his history. So then when you came to me, huh? You can't call somebody a murderer if there's no dead bodies. Right. That, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Even if you just took, it says the individual will kill. Will. And at the point of the arson, will. he not kill. Because that's what he was trying to do. That's what he was trying to do to them. He but was reaching for them. He to kill them. They didn't die. They did not they did look, not I'm going to move on. <laughs> but but I'm you got to understand what I'm saying. On. If you put I'm something out that he will kill. I said what I said. It, it makes no defamation. Right. I said what I said. It's not defamation. If that it, was important, no, but if I'm that was in his history. If you didn't hear what I said, then if you're saying it's not defamation. If you're saying that statement that you just read that Worley put out, he will kill and he had not killed, that is defamation. The individual will kill. Will. Will, will, rape. Word. will kill. He had not killed yet because those people survived in the fire. But that don't matter. He was, he was attempting to kill well, them. It does matter because will is a word. He will kill. He hadn't killed yet. It's so saying he will kill. But now it's he saying he will. It's saying he will. But that was after the fact. He did kill. He did but kill. It said it, he will. So if you had that information about him and you can well, make the statement about him, if you can make my, my, my thought is if you can make this statement about him and you can make this about him after the fact that he ki did kill somebody, you knew before he killed her that this was the case. Because no, it's not no, saying, I, I don't look at it as defamation, defamation because it wasn't saying that he did kill them and, and making it up a lie. It's saying that he will kill because his intention was to kill them. And he set the house on fire and left them for dead. So it's the same thing. He will kill and he will do anything to cause harm. They knew that. Before he killed that lady. Things. He will kill because he did kill and he will cause harm because he left them to burn. That was the right. two separate but he, but he, No, he made this statement after the lady was killed. That's what I'm saying. So he they will know, kill. They know this about him. They know this about kill. him. So whether he killed them or not, whether he killed them or not, because but of his no, history. We got to read into the statement. He will kill because he did kill and he will cause harm because he left them people in that building to die. That's the two separate instances. He will do anything to cause harm. Right. Because that's right. the way that statement, that statement wasn't the statement wasn't made until the lady was killed. But, but what I'm saying is that it was true. It was still true when he assaulted these people. How do you know that? Because of his history and he tried to kill them. Well, his history of killing people. Not a history of killing people, but now he has a history of trying to kill people. He has a history. He has a he has a history. Will kill is not true. He has a history of sexually assaulting people to the magnitude to the magnitude in which he has left them for dead, in which he was serving a thirty years since sentence because in his history he has attempted to kill someone before in his acts of violence or well, raping them or doing whatever. He said that it was assault, not that he attempted murder. 
Assault and attempted murder is not the same thing. They're not the same thing. At all. But in his history and for which he received that 30-year term for and whatever sexual assault he did, he was see, attempting to kill hear, them. Do you hear yourself? He was attempting to kill them. How you're condemning people who went to jail for a, 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 a particular crime and try to make that match what a killing because it's not the same thing. I'm not trying to condemn anyone you, you, or make you, it match. You just charged this man. Not right. at all. Not at all. You, you didn't just say his criminal past. Not at all. It's a fact. It's a fact that in his history, that's why he received the 30 year sentence for the sexual it, assault because it, in it, committing it, that it, crime. In committing her. that crime, which was not the first one, his attacks and sexually assaulting were so severe that it was, or it was a, that it was his intention to kill in that attack. So even in that last sentence that he received the thirty years prior to that, he had had other instances where he did the same thing. So whether he killed them or not, he definitely was trying to in his attack. So it was assault because he did not kill them, but he was trying to. So the last time that he received that 30 year sentence in it's which he got paroled. To absolve people of their of, and give them criminal intent when we don't know the full story. That's my point. We don't know the full story. Okay, we, point noted. We're gonna point noted. <laughs> we're gonna move on. I do think I was trying to make. We know nothing. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Look, you talking to me, and we are having a conversation, and that is how we learn. <laughs> that is how we grow. That is how we go. Because guess what? The same way we're sitting here and we're doing this, folks. That is the same way. A lot of times that is handled. And the court of law that is argued and it is discussed mm -hmm. in those jury chambers when people people just have you know different thoughts about different thoughts. So I don't know, but I'm thinking that if Wardley could make the statement after he killed her that he would kill when he would do this and he would do that, he would do that. They knew that he was capable of that, and that does not necessarily come from just of what he did to the two individuals a week prior of killing Miss Lapierre, but. It was some and, indication that that was know, his part way. Of it, part of it too might be coming because he's 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 succumbing to public pressure. Right. He's releasing these statements because y'all keep saying stuff, and 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 that's him, and that's going to jeopardize him because I don't think that's him releasing any kind of statement like that is working in his favor. Well, he he that's made that statement. He made, he made that statement. He made that statement after she was killed. But well, now the statement that probably but, that statement probably shouldn't have happened. Attorney, because he probably shouldn't even have been the one talking and made that type of statement. But now he's right. apologizing. Now he's apologizing because I guess you know, like like and we that know right there, that right there says a lot because Ooh. he's trying to please you versus doing his job and investigating completely and then coming out with answers. Well, it's been his apologizing for the fact because he may have been right in everything that he did, and now he's apologizing for something that his investigation ain't even complete. Yeah, so now he's apologizing, but I think he's more so trying to apologize that he, uh, when he made the statement about that it wasn't a random, and however, the statement came off to make it appear that he was bringing. 
that he was blaming the victims. He just was trying to make it clear that that definitely was not the case. Like he's not and blaming the But he should have said at the end of that statement, his investigation is not complete <laughs> because it's not right. He shouldn't have been saying any of that. In my I don't know, but we gonna see when Sheila Dixon get up in here if he's still gonna be here because she, you know, <laughs> she could change that because Sheila is now holding different meetings. She's holding different, um, you know, powwows in the community and stuff. And I know that she was joined by a former police commissioner. So I don't know if he's sticking by her side or whatever because she plans to, because they just did a poll of like a hundred people here in Baltimore. It wasn't a real big poll. I can't even remember what um, agency actually ran the poll, but it was reported on the news this this morning that um, people were reporting that they had to vote right now. A more of a percentage said that they would vote for seal addiction and not Brandon Scott. So Fox 45 has invited them to kind of do like this debate Sheila, of course, has already responded and said that she's with it, but Brandon has not. I don't think that he is too much interested in getting in a debate with her. Because, you know, a lot of times when people are running against each other and stuff like that, it's just like this, you know, this thing that, yeah, they got to say how the other one not right or why they not right for it. And I don't think Brandon really want to go against Sheila in that regard. Not go against her, like, far as a contender for this mayor's spot. But I don't think he want to come off any type of way knowing that Sheila gets, you know, respect or whatever. So I don't think he want to, like, get on there. And, you know, Sheila old enough to be his mother. So I don't think he want to do that. I don't think he want to do that. But, of course, we already know when it comes to those campaigns and stuff like that, it can get ugly. So I'm just watching and seeing what Brandon or, you know, his media person, what they call them, the spokesperson or whatever. I'm trying to see what they're going to come out to put out against Sheila. I know it's going to be something about these cards or something like that. She probably run that little commercial. <laughs> it's going to be something about these cards or it's going to be something else like that. I'm definitely um, waiting to see it, like all of that or whatever. But I think that he's not really into that. And then also lately, Brandon been talking to the media. He's been talking to Fox 45 and stuff. He's been, he been talking to them, you know, uh, recently after this thing with Morgan uh, happened at the Morgan homecoming, you know, he was talking to Fox 45. His, his point or his argument was that they need to do something about this gun violence and these guns on a federal level and a national level. Uh, he's receiving backlash as well because people are saying, okay, you run about on the federal level. We already know that. We already know that laws and restrictions and stuff need to be made. You need to be running about the ones in Baltimore City. But what he's saying is that in Maryland, we had some already the toughest gun laws and penalties for people who engage in violence with guns. And it's now to the point where the federal government has to step in and do more towards gun manufacturers and different things like that. So when he was making those statements, I understood where he was coming from, but people were saying, here you go again, trying to point the finger and put it on somebody else. But that definitely is legit. Like it is legit. Like guys, do your work while he's still sitting in the seat to address gun violence, which he has. That has been his whole push. I can give him credit for, for trying to initiate and pilot off programs 
that are geared towards uh, group violence and different reduction strategies and different things like that. But the point that he was making, I guess, was like, yeah, we're doing everything we can do at this local city level. We are even, you know, on the state or whatever. But far as federally, like it needs to be some more harsher restrictions and stuff like that on these gun manufacturers. And it's just too easy for people to get their hands on his on these guns and stuff. And he wasn't talking about like ghost guns and stuff. But what I have been seeing uh, in the news is that they have just made some mandates for people who legally carry to where they basically can't carry a damn gun nowhere. <laughs> they can't carry a gun nowhere. So people are fighting against that. You know, you can't carry nowhere. So even if, you know, you got the right to carry and stuff, we had changed here in Maryland. Now they got these laws out where you can't carry it nowhere. Anywhere, hundred feet from a school, hurt, then all the shit everywhere. So, a lot of people who legally hold their guns, they definitely are not feeling that at all. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, the majority are going with Sheila Dixon, y'all. They want Sheila Dixon. They want Sheila Dixon. They want Sheila Dixon back up in here. For Baltimore City. Yes, they do. And Sheila Dixon said that right now at this point, they definitely need somebody that is experienced to lead this city. Yeah, we gave Brandon a chance. You know, he was young, he was fresh, um, everything else like that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's still a lot of people, you know who are backing him and everything else like that. But you gotta, you gotta think about the population here in the city who come out and vote. And one thing I know is that Michelle Dixon has a lot of the backing from one uh, black woman, as, as well as black women who are known, black women who are known to show up more rapidly at the polls and the elderly and the disabled. Oh, they comes through. They comes through. They do. And a lot of elderly people, not calling Miss Sheila Dixon elderly, but she is up there. Sister look good. Sister look good. But yeah, she got a lot of them. She got a lot of it. Man, she got these nursing homes and these old, old buildings and stuff like that locked down. And she's also already putting out there that that definitely is on her agenda to address things with the senior and the elderly, disabled and stuff like that community. So, yeah, they going for that because, you know, we still got the them people, the old heads in the community and stuff like that that don't play. And they is fed up with y'all. Just like about the shooting up in Morgan. They is fed up with y'all. If anything, let me just say first, prayers and love and light sending out to the Morgan State University family, anyone that was affected by that tragedy, even if you don't attend, ever went to the school or anything else like that. Me being a resident here in Baltimore, it definitely was disheartening for me to wake up and see that on the news. Like, damn. Always and the celebration and MSU being a historic HBCU that it is right here in our city. It's just a disgrace. It's a disgrace. 
And the fact that something like this has happened on a college campus once again in Baltimore City, we keep on accepting the damn unacceptable. That is unacceptable, y'all. That's not right. We know it always happened, but that's just not right. So I don't know. No silly citizen is smiling. Maybe a lot more of us to be smiling and she get back up in the place. I don't know. But I'm not counting Brandon Scott out. No, I'm not. All the other mayoral candidates who I've announced before that was on that ballot. But listen to that. I've been talking about that bag and leg, about Richard Bully and all that. It's all good, though. Because that made my time go <laughs> fast, fast and every day I was saying that. And I love talking to Body. I love talking to Body because a lot of stuff, you know, I'm starting to learn like some stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say kid, not kid every way, anyway. But he know how to pull it up out of you for a great, great conversation. Yes, you did. Listen, this ain't the first time I've been in the, the base of Monty like, oh, this is what tell you what this man will do after the whole thing. I'm not innocent or nothing. I'm loud, period, right? So <laughs> I get a little loud, you know, and, I, and I'm grateful that he gets me. That's you my know, Yes, exactly. Because that's the point that I was ready to make. Because I've been in some debates for money, and I'd be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and after the kid calmly say, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't oh, care." Yeah. Way. <laughs> well, well, you know, Jay, I don't care either way. And I'll be thinking about him, like, really? And he just argue me down, like he really. Did. <laughs> My whole intent is to open people's minds. And yes, not you do. And you are. And guess what? And guess what, my brother? You are awesome with that. But and I, end, love I, don't, it. I don't care. You know, I wasn't even paying attention to that story. Yes. And look, I do all of that and be like, I ain't even see it. Oh, I ain't even. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, wait a minute. What and he could do all of that and be like, Oh, I didn't even watch the um, I ain't even watch it. Oh, I don't even know. And I'd be like, I saw the original part of that, which was the um, the arson. Okay, I saw that story, but then I didn't follow along with it after that because then the next thing I heard was about the CEO dying. I thought that was two separate things, it was. You see what I'm saying? It and was. That's, I never, said it was the same suspect. Right. See, I, never, I didn't know anything about it. That's why I was like, and I gave up on that part after I saw that that happened. Because actually, I didn't even think it was a murder. I thought they were talking about the CEO was the murderer when oh, I first wow. saw the story. That's what I was like. I, You know what? Well, I don't care about this. I got to move on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, and this way, I try not to internalize that stuff. That's not yeah. what they call it. You can't. Not, you can't. We, and we are up in age where heart attacks is around the corner. No, thank you. Right. And you, and you can't. And you can't. Please don't internalize it because, again, we don't know. But it just goes to show how stuff can seem possible, but then everything mm -hmm. ain't always what it seems. You yeah. know, it just and goes to show you that you really, you really have to keep an open mind and you really have to look into stuff for yourself. Have your own opinion. I mean, I ask you, but let me say this. What? What I have noticed about mm -hmm. 
crime when people are watching crime. I um I see the most that be the most knowledgeable about mm-hmm. what takes place when a crime happens is those people that that um are, are crime show fanatics. I don't ever have to debate them. You know, the people that watch the first 48 or those um death I'm that's my stuff. That's the question. And those are the people I don't have to, you know, debate back and forth with like that. Like I brought that out of you, but I mean, but those people when I speak to them, they understand we gotta wait for the investigation because they've seen it. They've seen it a lot when they watch yeah, all those and, I, and, I, and, and, and all that. And don't get me wrong, and don't get me wrong, even in my argument. Like, yes, I do get that because I'm telling you, when I watch those shows, I've even made a comment like that before and say, I'm talking you watching that ID channel. The first forty-eight, all of them evil, Nate, evil yeah, listeners. I say that because you all this other stuff. I mean, like it is despicable the stuff people will do, and you just never know. You be like, oh, wait a minute, I'm saying, and you can't and be even this show that you got back to watching. Hey, <laughs> um, how to get away with murder? How to get away with murder? But see, that's yeah. my and there you go. You can't. You don't know. You, the, the police in that show knew nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. But by the end of the show, they seemed like they had their grasp on what happened. When and, they tried to, they, and it was a whole different thing because <laughs> they tried to blame it all on Annalise and she had nothing to do. She never right. murdered one person through that whole entire four seasons. All she did was help them cover it up. <laughs> and it'll That's go a whole it. other way. And they tried to blame her for every single murder by the end of that show and she whipped their ass in court. Okay. <laughs> And somebody else that they are trying to blame, well, I'm going to say, uh, Trump is like coming out, speaking on his oh, man. Y'all know I got, y'all know I got to have the what and the what and the what and the what for y'all. So we stayed on a lot about Baltimore City and everything else like that. But this is something that's going on somewhere else, right? And it's not necessarily about him, but it's a comment that he's coming out now making, basically saying that what this individual did, what I'm ready to lead into, is the same instance and reserves the same punishment. Now, this is y'all got, who y'all got, running again for the president for what, 90, what do you got, 91 charges? How many indictments? Two, three, four, five, six? Or whatever it is, right? So he's making this argument and this story that I'm ready to tell you guys that this individual should receive the same punishment as those people that ran up in that capital. That was that riot. But what do they call it to clean it up? What they call that? The what? The, the capital right? insurrection. Insurrection, right? So that's saying that the same thing he's saying that the same thing this man did was the same thing them people did and he should be punished in the same regard. And it's unfortunate that I'm saying, when I tell you this guy's this story, whether he purposely did it or not, 30 years and Trump, how dare you say that he should be punished in the same regard. The story that I'm talking about you all is about (laughs) representative, I'm sorry, Jamal Bowen, who is now in the hot seat and could be facing more than 30 years behind bars. For what? Pulling a fire alarm. Yes, Mr. Bowen, uh, attending a hearing or house proceedings, should I say, 
uh, <laughs> down in, where was he? He was in the Cannon House office building as a Democrat. And what they were doing was they were voting on the clean continuing resolution that was put on the floor by Republicans. Um, he's a representative, a Democrat up in New York, again, named Jamal um, Bowen. And he pulled a fire alarm. They're saying that he did it to stall the vote. Mr. Bowen is saying, Mr. Bowman is saying that it was an accident. He actually was in a hurry to go and vote and accidentally is mistaken the fire alarm for something that can open the door. The Republicans in already did saying that's bullshit because he used to work in a school and he know what a fire alarm looked like, right? So that could be the case. He could have did it intentionally, trying to stall. It wasn't right if, you know, if he did or whatever. I don't know. All these tactics that y'all play. So, okay. Pulling the fire alarm, if that's the case, and him being in his position, it definitely was not the right thing to do, but it wasn't the worst. What frustrates me is that when things like this happen or anybody in the Democratic Party or anything do anything, that it's also made out to be the worst. But they keep turning a blind eye to the credit that Trump does and the supporter does, right? And his supporters do. And then for Trump to come out after this happened and actually pushing in his comments, not pushing because I guess he ain't got no nothing to do with it or no type of say but y'all already know the energy that he put out there the same energy he put out there and that's why that shit happened at the capitol january the 6th that's why all that stuff happened about them trying to overturn the election because he puts that energy out there not at all if he was not involved in that no time did he come out and denounce their actions and said it was wrong he essentially agreed with it right and now he's trying to tell me that he really believes that this man who pulled this fire along did the same injustice to a government proceeding or anything else like that and should be punished in the same regard. But anyway, like I said, Mr. Bowen, who was the New York representative, has denied that it was intentional. He stated that he was rushing to make the vote actually, and he thought that the alarm were open to open the door. It's not like that is impossible. Um, so the United States Capitol Police, they are now investigating this. Um, he can be charged. Like they said, he can be sentenced to almost 30 years, more than 30 years, 36 to be exact. Um, it's some federal charges he can have in there, um, a felony. Yeah, for the federal charges, things punishable, the whole bunch of stuff that they saying that he can be charged under and everything else. So if he did pull it intentionally, like, come on, find the man. What, what's the worst that happened? A fire truck had to come? A fire truck had to come? He stalled the, the vote or whatever? That's the worst? Like, come on. January 6th, people lost their lives. These people were going in, they disrespected El Capitol. This may have been perceived as a disrespectful act amongst the, Repub the Republicans who were trying to get this vote on or do whatever else like that. But it is definitely cannot be compared 
to what they did on January 6th. And that is what gets me. They just turn the blind eye to this stuff. I also just want to make a point again about Trump that I had made before. How is it humanly possible in the United States that they are really looking, the Republican Party, to put someone in this presidential race as Trump who has all these charges and these indictments. I said before that you can't even serve in the jury with one felony on your record. Serving on the jury, you can't even get employed. If I have open charges and I go take a background check or whatever, like that rate, a job nine times out of ten, unless they're getting some federal type of you know what I'm saying? Money or something for hiring people with that type of background, right? And there's three. Now I'm saying they ain't going to hire you. They're going to turn you away. And you haven't even had your day in court. The same way as them. They're they going to turn you away. You can't have this job. So how is he running for president? How are they still entertaining this? I cannot get it. And we are accepting the unacceptable. And now they, well, they make it. Now, they can't do it that way no more. They have to right. offer the job first and then run the background check. Right, right. But when they do that, they do give you the offer, they run the background check, and then a lot of times people are let go at their company. No, but that's, that's what I was saying. No, I'm just getting the process. They can't run the background check first and not give you the job. They have to offer you the job first, send you an offer letter. Right. And you accept it. Then when you come in for your enrollment, basically your 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 employment, you don't qualify because you, of that. And that came back. Then you can terminate you. So that's what I'm saying, money, money. How do you qualify to still run for president? Well, that's what they're trying to decide now. It's like 10, 10 to fifteen states that um, if he gets removed from the ballot, that, that qualifies him for not being able to run. And that's what and he should not be adjudicated right now in courts, where they're saying they want to remove his name from. I think one of them is Mich Michigan, um, Arizona. I think it has one, and and like eight eight to ten other states is doing the same thing. I know Maryland is one of them too. That they want to remove his name from the from even having a possibility of being on the ballot. And that should happen. Because of the charges. And that should happen. Because there's, it's kind of impossible for him to be adjudicated from all 91 charges. That's kind of impossible. Like one of them, he's going to get guilty. At least one. <laughs> and how are you running for president? Mm -hmm. That's so, why I think charges. they stack the charges up like that because they know he can't beat all 91 of them. Right. So, and anyway, you know they've been getting, you know they getting on by and you know, this stuff that they've been trying to put out there now, you know, they had the impeachment hearing or whatever on Biden basically trying to impeach him. Yeah, in regards to something that he supposedly was doing with his son, but it was all ifs, 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 ifs. If. Um, I was looking at a little footage on that. A couple of uh, representatives, yes, was definitely letting them have it. Um, it was stupid. It did seem made up that they just were trying to nothing. Even all the witnesses something. in line and each one of the ex each one of the witnesses were you being here on an if a if assumption and they all said yes. Yes. <laughs> we have no evidence. Right. It's, it's no nothing. It's no nothing. It, 
is no tie to what y'all are alleging. So it just all seems made up. And even these comments, far as like what I said, Trump is saying in regards to Representative Jamal Bowman, who was the Democratic representative up in New York, like that's just like made up. Like Trump, you cannot believe that this man pulling the fire alarm caused the same turmoil on this nation that they did what they did on January 6th. Like right. it's just made up and he just talking stupid. He just sounds stupider and stupider and stupider. And he just sounds so repetitive. He just sounds so repetitive. All I'm gonna say, Trump keeps on talking fast and we listening slow. Not meaning that we slow, but I'm listening. And people keep on putting Biden down for his age and I know he's made some stumbles and stuff like that and whatever I'll say that. But if y'all think that Trump got it all, y'all ain't got it all. That's all I'm going to say. This man ain't got it all. This man ain't got it all. And he's a crook. He is a crook. He is a crook. Just from the mere point, like I said, for him not even to denounce and stuff like that, he can't. Because he know he incited that shit that happened on January 6th. He can't denounce it. And he know he needs all those races and stuff like that and everybody else like that to back him. Like, yeah, do y'all understand how serious that was? The ways of our land? Our democracy? How scary it looked. It just looked scary. Yes! That's crazy! They gotten what they wanted. The end result would have been what we've been talking about for, what, years now. It's, it's now become years since the pandemic started. A civil war. That's what that yes. I think with. Because how do you steal and then forcibly, because that would have been forcibly stealing the election. Right. Vote and the way putting things into place and putting things into place to do it. And then basically and turning on your country. Turning, turning on your country. Because it would have been like a hostile takeover. Right. Turning on your country, having a fucking hissy fit because you're not the president. Right. And the person who was running with you uh, that was right beside you, you sent them in for him too. Exactly. And it What's was the really thing? go get him. What's because the thing? It was nothing we could do because the military can't act. Because we were in the, you were in between the president. It was nothing that no one, you know, the military couldn't act because the military is not even supposed to act on domestic soil. But they couldn't act even if they could because we were in between presidents. Right. And no somebody president. died. And those people line up in like that, like that, because guess why? Trump said it was okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what they should do to be mega, make America great again. That's what y'all should do. Let's mm. take that. And that has never happened. That just, has never the happened. The optics of it even change, make your change to make your slogan invalid. Because if this is to make America great again, look at these images. Does this look great? Does this look American? Does it does it look anything like you think it should look? With these images of them breaking the windows, climbing through the windows, breaking into the Capitol. Does that Viking hats on and all this other stuff? And I hate to say it because I don't think it even looks like Russia, but you would think something like this wouldn't happen in this side of, on this side of the world. And it should have not happened. <laughs> and for anyone to think that Trump did not incite that, 
because it's like I said, he never did not. He was I hate to say it, but only stuff like this happens in in like Africa. You ever seen there um a, a country of Africa right. and shit. Like and, and like I gotta say is that you know America has its flaws, but God is my witness. I'm so grateful that I was born in this country. God is my witness. I am. I you know I want to travel. I want to go to other countries and different stuff like that. I get it. I know people which name, but I'm I'm grateful that I was born here in the USA. I am, and that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That was a disgrace. And we can't keep on accepting that. This it's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. As much as stuff that must change, I do believe. Um, gosh, I don't even know how to put it. How do you? It, it's, it's, it's not, not The change is not happening fast enough, is my point. Like, I don't know how to put it. How is, how, what does fast enough mean? Is it going to be in my lifetime? Is it going to be in your lifetime? Is it going to be in our children's lifetime? When is the change going to happen where equality is not something that we're looking forward to that is happening? That is here. That is here. That is done. That, that is, is here. Because how, how, how long has it been documented in our books, in our constitution, right. in our, in in our law? As, as a thing. Right. Why is it it confirmed yes right we're, we're not actually it's in there. About why did we have to fight we're not trying to obtain equality we have it it's done it's in our rear view mirror we've moved on to something else when is that going to happen just like climate change climate change is going to be out there it's going to be right next to equality forever when are we going to get this right when is we going to when are we going to start taking care of the world besides the, instead of destroying it because that's what we systematically are doing we are killing right. ourselves the, the world right. ain't killing us. We are killing ourselves. And, then and killing that's how I feel about a lot of some of these institutions that, you know, are like research uh, facilities and, you know, different things like that. Like, I know they do good work. Uh, cancer researches, all, you know, for different elements and stuff like that. But a whole bunch of bureaucracy. When, when are we going to get a curve? But that's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's a whole bunch when of bureaucracy. It's yeah, too much that's keeping us from doing the good stuff that needs to be done because somebody has to make money off of it. Right. And I don't, yeah. The, the root of all evil, the root of all evil is money. Oh my goodness. Yes. And we are living, guys. Like, it's nothing new. We've been living for so long in dangerous times. to take the step to change that because no one has put, put forward a solution to our money woes because we shouldn't be worried about money. It shouldn't be a matter of how much money you have because it nope. doesn't take money to do well, a lot everything of Everything is about money. It doesn't take a lot of money to do a lot of this stuff like curing homelessness and hunger. That, that's not a money thing. That's a money thing because you're making it a money thing. Right. And why does it have to be grants to address to yeah, it, it's just a, it's a whole lot. It's a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch. But yeah, should, Trump. That should be quantified in dollars. Cut that's, it out. That's the point blank period. Food is something that should not be quantified in dollars because if you knew that was the case, then you should stop having babies in, in actuality because you can't mm -hmm. feed. Yeah. But they don't want to say yeah. that. More but people want to They more people need more money. Do and they want to make us look. They was all up in that money. They want to make us have to have them. Right. <laughs> more and people means more money. Because more people mean more in taxes. They you'll be paying taxes, which means more money. 
and a whole bunch of that stuff. Isn't it crazy? All right, something else, guys, I want to report before I get up out of here because y'all know my time be good, but then when we get to talking all good and stuff, it just seems like it'd be so short and then all of that good stuff. But um, just also wanted to make mention because I was like, whoa, here in Baltimore City, it does keep happening that they just keep on finding bodies in vacant homes. I've reported before on the show uh, about a, a vacant, I mean, a body being found in a vacant home on North Fremont. Um, this has just came um, as well. This is an incident um, at the start of this month on October 1st, it was an individual that was reported missing by his loved ones. And approximately two days later, he was found in this home on North Payson Street and he was deceased. Uh, so it was in a vacant home in the 500 block of North Payson Street. And they were saying they went there to check on a person's well-being. So the story is still just a little jumbled up for me um, because at first he was reported missing, but then this was a vacant home. Um, and they went there supposedly after someone had gave information that he possibly could be there and go check on his well-being. Um, but when they arrived at 500 block of North Payson Street, they did find 37-year-old uh, Jamal Barney. Jamal Barney um, was found deceased inside this house, and there are signs of trauma. Um, so what turned into a missing persons, and I guess it led to a welfare check of some sort, even though it's an abandoned home, it has now been ruled as a homicide. Um, so that's another thing with all these abandoned houses and everything um, that are in the city. Um, I know a lot of stuff now is coming up in some areas in the, in the county. But one thing sometimes in the different counties, what they do is that they flip those developments um, real quick. So they may be vacant for a short time, but they do something with them. They new houses or whatever. But in the city, unfortunately, that has not been the case. It's more uh, vacant houses than you can count. Certainly, uh, it definitely is a, a eyesore and it definitely is dangerous. I always say it if I have to walk the streets. And I'm walking a certain way, which I had to do because y'all know my truck was broke down. Did I tell y'all that? For weeks and I had to walk. And sometimes it was at night, um, places where I had to go just when I didn't feel like giving lift to Uber, my money, okay? Because that stuff add up. Uh, and public transportation, I'm not too keen on that. I did get on the subway. It was a little shaky. I was like, hold on, what's going on? Last time I remembered, it wasn't like this. So I really wasn't feeling that. Um, just feeling the different people. I, not the people, not that I like people, I love people, but I was just like, I don't know, wasn't feeling it. So a lot of times, um, I don't mind walking, so I was like, okay, let me walk. But baby, all these abandoned houses, I walks in the street to watch my surroundings, or at least try to, because I know in our city, a lot of people do freak, freak with them. They call them what? Some people are residing in them, calling them abandonments. Um, over in my mother area, three of those abandoned houses that are on the row, row houses were on fire. And I know for a fact, uh, different residents have called about it before because you know, it was drug activity and things, you know, people were meeting up in them to get high and 
also uh, some of the residents around there who are homeowners were aware that these people were residing in them. And they did try to call police or get it some attention, but police show up and say, well, ain't nothing we can do because they ain't doing nothing wrong. Um, well, that's what they were telling me. But the other day they had a fire over there as a result of this. And um, this was a couple of days ago. I went over there, you can still smell the smoke. Um, so it's just stuff like that where I know that aside from it being an eyesore, these are definitely houses where people that are linked to different crimes. You know what I mean? So I'm real careful. And just be careful. I don't know what this instance is or why this why this man was um, in this house or why someone would even allege or get the information that he was there because obviously when they went there, he was there because that's why they went there. Uh, and this isn't the first time and like the last month that I've heard of similar instances. So just be careful, you guys. We already talked before about people coming up missing. Uh, we talked before about people lying about coming up missing, right? <laughs> You'll hear about much about that no more, Miss Carly, right? Russell. Uh, <laughs> we've seen the baby on the highway. They even got a like a little booby already about that. Like, not on Lifetime, but it's giving that Lifetime vibe about that. And I said, I'm going to check it out. Uh, if anything, just for laughs. Um, but yeah, be very careful. I don't know the whole situation with this, but prayers definitely go out to the family of Mr. Barney. Just 37 years old, not old at all. Uh, signs of trauma. So he was missing. And yeah, now it's being put out there that he was killed because it is being ruled as a homicide and the investigation has certainly begun. Uh, lastly, one of the things also that I wanted to mention is my fave. I think I'm in love with him or something on the low. I don't know what it is, but no. <laughs> I just love, because I've been reporting on him since, since I'm like, look, I've been doing my show for like a year, and I don't know how many times this man name has came off my tongue. Um, but a nod side eat. Um, Merlin Supreme Court, his arguments today in his case, you already know his sentence had got thrown out, vacated. He was set released, right? And the victim's family was arguing that they did not have enough time to be involved in these proceedings. But it actually was not true. Um, the, the family was able to appear through Zoom. Um, in the hearing. So the family had put in, uh, an appeal that their, vice, their rights were violated because they were not involved. A lower court here involved in Merlin actually reinstated um, his sentence because of this. And this is why now it's in the Supreme Court. So of course, Mr. Saeed has appealed that ruling, but I think that it's very sad to know of the possibility that he can be going back to jail for something that he has from the beginning of it all said that he did not do. And lastly, it was thrown out and he was released. Um, I get the argument of a victim's family wanting to be involved and wanting to be there. Um, I'm, that happens all the time in the court of law, even people 
who families are victims or even victims of like people who go up for parole. I know that they are allowed to be a part of that process. And I know that their statements um, do have some type of influence on the outcome of those matters. Uh, but in Mr. Saeed's case, his case was thrown out because a judge had ruled that evidence wasn't there or whatever else like that. And it was throughout. He was released. So I question what could have been said by the victim's family that would have changed this outcome if that was the ruling. So I get the, the family also wanting to have their rights and to be heard and everything else like that. But I don't think that their argument should be on the release of Mr. Saeed versus the process of the courts because y'all were heard. And even though y'all attended, even if y'all made a four hour statement, the matter in which his case was, what they call it, vacated, was not subject or didn't, your, your statements or your involvement either way wouldn't have had any what am I trying to say? Wouldn't have had anything to do whether the judge was going to decide relevance. to throw it out or not. After where you were looking for relevance. Relevance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It is. It wasn't relevant. So the argument isn't relevant because rather if y'all were there in person, because I'm thinking that's what the brother um, of Hey Ming Lee um, family they're saying that they didn't get the adequate notice to attend the hearing um, in which his conviction was. Um, vacated. They wanted to attend in person. It kind of was like they got notification like on a Friday, just for instance, and like the hearing was on Monday. However, um, and they had wanted to postpone it. So I guess they could, but then the judge had denied that because again, I guess whatever the judge was already looking at or whatever in this matter, it was already determined like, yeah, I'm going to vacate this. So their presence or whatever they had to say didn't have any type of, wasn't going to have any influence on the ruling of the court, period, period. And to know that this man spent 23 years, and for 23 years, he was fighting for his freedom, finally got his freedom, and then the family who felt some type of way that they couldn't be there in person wanted his sentence reinstated because we could not be there. But Whatever was the evidence that they were looking at was saying that he does not belong in jail because of these reasons. Uh, Mr. Saeed has come out with statements that saying, yes, he definitely wants justice for the family. Uh, even his um, attorneys have made similar statements. Um, but this is what he told the reporters today when he walked out of court. He said, we believe very strongly in trying to find justice for Hay and her family. Saeed told reporters, and we're hoping also that we're able to find justice for us too. And, and you know what? Mr. Saeed, I do personally hope the same. I, it's you so unfortunate. I mean, I understand that they had to say that, but let's, let's step into his shoes. Isn't that just lip service? We want you to find justice. I want you to... And that's not... I don't care. I want y'all to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You said exactly what Please I was mumbling. Leave me alone. You, you said exactly what I was mumbling. Just a few I, seconds ago. 
Let's just go. I don't give a fuck what y'all do about her. I want y'all to leave me alone. <laughs> you want y'all to leave me alone. That's what I said. That sounded like lip service. We want you to get. We want you to find uh, somebody, to, you know, to kill her. But uh, no, I mean, actually, I don't care. I want y'all to leave me alone, and I, I want, want y'all to leave me alone. Over there. Go look for the real killer over there. But I want you to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yes. But one of also the attorneys for Lee family is saying that this case is not about Mr. Saeed's underlying innocence or guilt, but it's that the dispute is simply not in the room today. That's what he was saying, that that's not the dispute. It more so has to do about the family rights being violated because they weren't able to be involved in the extent that they feel that they should be. But that is exactly what they have. That, but what that does is still punishes and it punishes him for punishes you him. not being involved because you didn't get involved. That's that that's on you. That's not on him because that doesn't change the outcome of what happened. Right. And if you feel that your rights were not respected as the family of the victim, your fight is not against him any longer. No, it's against, it's against the prosecutors, the, the prosecutors and the investigators in your case. Exactly. So to find the right person that did it because his things was vacated because they don't believe he did it. That doesn't change that fact because you weren't involved in it. Now you're being vindictive. Yes. And that's what I see against the family. And that's the sad part about it. You shouldn't be in the position of the public thinking you're being vindictive because and that's what's happening. Right. And it is sad that which is the unacceptable that the lower court here, this down that is in the support court, accepted that and actually said, right. yeah. "Huh? Yeah, the supported that. Court, the the appellate court or whatever the that means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they came back and said, yeah, the the charges should be reinstated because the family rights were violated because that was the family argument. So mm -hmm. that's what he had to appeal. Why is this man going through all of this? Who knows? Oh, man. Who knows? I don't know. But guess what? It's your news and you know you're going to get our views <laughs> when you're coming through anything that is on Be Exposed Radio. You hear me? Be Exposed Media all day, all day, all night. You better live for that. You know you have to tune into another show of, you know, people call them the podcast, but. This is a show. <laughs> it's a show. It's the show. It's the show. And guess what, dude? <laughs> I know y'all probably be tripping because it'd be a whole bunch of showmanship up in here. And y'all better live for it. God loves you. God bless you, folks. I am ready to be up out of here. But you know how to get up with me, don't you? I hope you do. I hope you do. Yeah, you can reach out to me directly on the website at www.beexposedradio.com. It's also beexposedmedia.com, right, Mommy? Yep. Yeah, beexposedmedia.com. Hit me in the inbox, in the DMs. It goes down in the DM. <laughs> It goes down in the DM. I need something to go down up in there. Uh, and come on around. If you want to be a guest on my show, 
Oh, I would love to have you on a segment of Living It. Make sure you come through. But then also, if you had fun and joining me tonight, I was going here by myself. Moni talks to me a little bit. But Moni be back to real on Tuesday, y'all. Tuesday at 7 with Talk Lately with Moni. Make sure you check that out. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly tell you about right now, but I, I it, it's something fresh on my mind, but I don't have my book in front of me, my little, my journal that I write in, but I do have a case that's going to be good on Tuesday. I just don't know what, I can't remember what I named it right now, so I don't want to tell you about it. Okay, because that's how he's doing it now. He's breaking it down. Oh, and yeah, he's breaking it down. Okay, we is in the jewelry room. That's what we got right now. Yeah, we got to do something. The jewelry oh, room, about bisexuality and pansexuality, and then the second case was um, and and spice thing that war, that yeah. Cold. But even with those two cases, just like I was on here, we was running our faces. You know, when you get into one thing, you go every day, <laughs> every way. That's how it is. Jess Hilarious with the T.S. Madison. We yes. talked about all that stuff. Yes. We, we talked about all that stuff. We talked about all that stuff. Who in the Bible? People like it. It was a whole bunch. And I know people did turn in because people was telling me like, oh, yeah, that was it. I was like, good, 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 good. But guys, my time is up. But you know what's always up? You know what's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? Make sure you come back next Thursday and join me right here at 7. You better live. God bless you. God loves you. We know what it is and we know what it gives. It's more than like to die. So, yeah, you better live. See y'all next week.